Hi. Hi. <laughs> that wasn't super sexy. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. So yeah, it was late for a second because I had to go upstairs because I didn't want to sound like super wet, but not in a good way. Just like face wet. <laughs> It's not what you do. You do have one of those like sexy cold voices. I so okay. So that's like a thing for me. Like I kind of like when people have like raspy, like mysterious voices, and I'm like, ooh, can I just keep this without all the like plugged upness and without like the disgusting loud man sneezes? Because okay, the I feel like the same girls that poop flower petals are the same girls that can hold in their sneezes because I physically like I've tried it before and I'm like, wow, that is how you inflict a brain aneurysm on yourself. Like, I don't know how people like, you know, they like plug their nose and they're like, like, no, I'm like, (laughs) I used to be one of those people and now I'm not anymore. Rob is a crazy loud sensor and he in his Instagram stories today he was talking about he's like I was on a zoom call unmuted with 26 people and I sneezed in the middle of it and it made me laugh so hard because his his sneezes are so startling no mine are like mine are pretty startling too but it's fine I use it as like a good way to teach my kids at work to use their manners and say bless you (laughs) I'm like, uh, did you hear that sneeze? What do you say? You say, bless you, Miss Mariah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Anyway, so I'm sick, but it's not the vid for anybody who's worried. <laughs> the COVID. <laughs> it's not the COVID. Oh, have you ever seen that meme where like there's that woman and she's like, coronavirus, that shit ain't real. <laughs> that's that's Okay, first of all, that's Cardi B. <laughs> Oh, well, okay. I've only heard it. So I haven't like, I've only just heard it. I haven't really paid attention to what it was, but good to know. (laughs) Wow. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Hey, welcome. Episode nine. (laughs) I was like, wait, is it episode nine? It is episode nine. Wow. And today we have, um, I think this episode might be a little bit of a mini, um, but we wanted it. We have some more ghostly updates uh, that we wanted to share with you guys. So, um, and, and this time Mariah has not told me anything beforehand. Yeah. I've been waiting for like a week now to tell you too, or maybe it's even two weeks. I don't know. It's been a while. Give it to me. Okay. Oh man. All right. All the suspense. I hope that it's chill bone chilling. Okay. So my dad called me again and he was like, I just wanted to give you another ghost update. We'll just jump into the ghost update and then I'll jump into Dave's reaction about the podcast. So my dad, you know, my dad called and he's like, yeah, this is the first time like something new happened this time. So for previous listeners, go back and listen to our ghost episode. I think it's episode five. Yeah. So the very first time we talk about it is episode three and episode five, we have a short update in the beginning and now there's this is another update. Okay. It's, it always seems like it happens right around after we talk about it. So the first time from episode three, our update in episode five is like right after you and I recorded episode three. And then this one, my dad called me like shortly after we recorded episode five and we were talking about it again. So I'm interested to see if I get a phone call in the next couple of days about something happening again. 
I know. I'm like, maybe, shit, maybe like we should just like lay low on like us talking about my dad's stuff for a while so that like he doesn't have a freaking heart attack. Um, Sorry, Dave. Sorry, dad. So (laughs) he calls me and he's like, there's a, this is the first time that somebody has heard something, like a heard a voice. (gasps) So he's in the same area that he was from like episode five's update. He's in the kitchen, like where the kitchen kind of loops into the dining room of my dad's house. So he's in there and like Gabby, my younger stepsister is in the living room. So like the whole house is just kind of like a big circle and Gabby's in the living room. And like my dad is pretty hard of hearing. So like being my dad's kid or like my dad's stepkid, you kind of just learn that like if he doesn't hear you the first time, you just get up and walk into the next room so that you're not like shouting across rooms with him because <laughs> he gets like old man irritated about that. Um, so yeah, my dad was like, what did you say? And Gab- Gabby walked in at the same time and she's like, no, what did you say? <gasps> so they both heard somebody talk and like they both said that they couldn't make out what was said, but my dad heard a female's voice in like a questioning tone, like asking a question. And then Gabby heard a male's voice also asking a question at the same time, but neither, like both of them swear that they didn't say anything. And like they met in the kitchen and they were like, what just happened? Like we both heard a voice and my dad, like, when I talked to him about it, he said he said that it almost sounded like some kind of like radio frequency voice where it was, you know, like kind of fuzzy in the background. Like he was uh-huh. like, well, maybe it was the TV, but Gabby was doing like her homework or something. The TV wasn't even on. <sighs> Isn't that weird? So did they have any like, okay, so previously we talked about like usually when the ghost is around, there's usually like a feeling associated with it. Not usually, but sometimes. Yeah, no, they're both like, fuck that. <laughs> like, we're done. <laughs> well, so they did they feel anything? Like they my dad just said again, like how he always reacts when stuff like this happens. Like he just the hair on the back of his neck just stood up and he was like, like shivers. And Gabby was like, Gabby's pretty she's kind of hard to describe. She's pretty like she's super cool. She's just like really pretty unfazed by things. So you guys hadn't told her yet about the rest of the stuff. Does she know now? So I think that like they've slowly kind of been like maybe mentioning it in passing. So I think that she does know. I don't know to like the extent of what she knows, but yeah, she thinks that it's like cool. She's like, okay, whatever. Cool. What a freak. (laughs) (laughs) She's, I mean, she's such a cool chick. She's just like pretty unfazed. I mean, not to say that like, you know, if there was like a face in front of her, she wouldn't be like, ah! but yeah. I think that um, she's just kind of like, she's like, whatever, like as long as they're going to leave me alone, like I don't want to talk to you, leave me alone. It, it kind of, she definitely gets that from Julia because that's kind of her, her attitude towards them as well. Yeah. Okay. And then so Julia, so I guess um, it's interesting because like previously I had said that there hadn't been any ghost activity for like years at my dad's house since until we talked about it on the podcast. But then Julia corrected me and said that she has still seen the shadows like consistently. She's just kind of like in ignore it and it's not their kind of person. So she stopped telling my dad about it. So after we talked 
on the podcast about it is when something happened to my dad, which doesn't usually happen. So he thought there was no like activity in the last couple of years because Julia just hasn't been telling him. <laughs> she's awesome. I know she's, she's so cool. Yeah. And then, um, I have kind of an update too. So like my cousin, Jesse, um, she's like my younger, she's super cool. She's my younger girl cousin and her mom. So my dad, like does this golf tournament every year and her mom and her brother always come to help us out at the golf tournament. And they were sleeping on an air mattress, which like, I don't know why I didn't remember this when we were first talking about the ghost stories at my dad's house, because I remember being super freaked out by this, but it was like, basically the whole family comes to town. There's like 200 people that play in this golf tournament. It's like a really cool thing, but it's just like basically a party weekend at my dad's like dad's house and the golf course and like campgrounds, whatever. So she, I remember this being like really freaking me out. And I think that there was just so much going on that weekend that like after that, I kind of blocked it out. But Jesse reminded me of it. She like sent me a message on Instagram after I shared a story about our ghost episode. And she was like, dude, your dad's house is so haunted. And I was like, what happened? And then she's like, you don't remember my mom there? And I'm like, I completely blocked that out. So, so Barb is my aunt, Jesse's mom. And then Chris is my other little cousin, Jesse's brother. So Chris was like sleeping on an air mattress in the living room, which is like, you can see that that creepy staircase from the living room. So Chris was sleeping there and my dad was like in a chair, a recli- his recliner, like in the corner of the room. And then Barb was on the couch and like my dad and Barb were just talking and like Chris was like, you know, 14 or 15, he sleeps through whatever. So he's on an air mattress on the floor. And then all of a sudden, like her and my dad are just sitting there talking and like they hear like a clap and it sounded like it came, like it sounded like it was Chris, I guess. Like Chris was on the floor on the air mattress and it sounded like it was him. And like both of them looked at each other and then Barb was like instantly freaked out. She's like, there's no way that was Chris. Like what the fuck was that? There's no way that was Chris. He's passed out. But the sound like a wicked loud clap came from like right above, above Chris's head. Isn't that weird? Oh, and that, they they just don't know. Like, there's nothing that happened ever or after that. Um, I you know I think there's like one more story, but I don't remember the details of it. So I'm gonna have to like get a hold of Aunt Barb and ask her for the details of it before I share it. But I do think that there's one more story from that weekend of like she felt like somebody was sitting next to her, like the air mattress moved, like and felt like somebody was sitting on it with her. But I don't remember the details of it. But I do remember her being like. I'm never staying at your father's house again. <laughs> it's just, it's wild to me that, I mean, like we didn't spend a ton of time at your dad's house, but we did hang out there and I never, like nothing ever felt weird or like didn't notice anything out of the ordinary. Um, so that's just crazy. And it, and it feels like there are certain instances or like certain people that it's just really ballsy around. <laughs> you know, I feel like that too. And I feel like it's kind of, it's like whenever there's somebody new in the house, like me and my dad don't like, I have kind of vague memories, but I don't have like very specific instances 
of like something detailed that happened to me. Whereas I feel like all the people who like aren't constantly in the house do, you know, it's Mm. like when somebody's visiting or like somebody is hanging out that doesn't usually hang out there. It's weird. And it's the same with, um, well, I guess not exactly the same, but like at your, your house that you owned, um, in New York when your neighbor had the like weird sensation, um, at your stairs, but it's like, you never noticed that. Right. Yeah. No, it's so weird. It's really interesting to me and something that I would like to dig, uh, more into is like the different ways that this if they're like spirits or whatever, like how they manifest themselves. Um, Because there's like you said, like you just kind of have like you and your dad have just kind of had like weird feelings. Um, But then other people have like actually seen things. Some people have like felt and heard things. Um, And then like the last update with the, the lettuce, like just moving itself essentially. Yeah. Um, That's, that's crazy. But then, so then my, um, my boss listened to the last episode or maybe the first episode. Uh, but anyway, he was telling me a, a story of like his parents. So I guess his mom's friend, um, her and her husband, like night out, they were going to the movies or something. Um, so they're like driving down this road and they like pass this, um, like car accident and all of a sudden the husband who was driving was just like didn't really say anything he's like we have to go back and like they ended up going back home he just didn't go into their house went over to the neighbor's house went into their garage was just like saying something about like oh we gotta put we gotta put everything away everything needs to be in its place like it needs to be like tidy and in or and organized like the way it's supposed to be and then like when he was done with that came back to the house and then kind of like came to and was like what are we doing here i thought we were going to the movies and she's like uh and like told him and he's and he had no memory of it well it turns out because like they were really good friends with the neighbors turns out that the car accident was the husband of like the neighbor's husband that they were like friends with. And so it was like, I don't, I, I can't quite piece together like the meaning of that. If that's just like, he just knew like there was some like sense or something that told him that like this is something that needs to be done because he's not coming back or like what, but he has no memory of it. And, um, and that's really freaky too. Like, yeah. Like, is that like, were you possessed for a, a couple of minutes? Like, and you just got a chore done, like that you said you would do, you know, well, like, was it? No, it wasn't. Cause it wasn't his garage. It was the neighbor's garage. No, I know. But like, was he possessed by like the neighbor oh. that like said he would do a chore, but then he got into a car accident and like he possessed his friend's body to go do the chore. I don't know. And also, was it just like proximity because he just happened to be close by and he's and like the spirit is like kind of like, you know, not wandering, but, you know, just like around and, he's, like, and just like attaches like, oh, this is familiar. Attach. Oh, my God. So creepy. Yeah. Okay. So I I don't know. I kind of – it's not really related to that, but this – I don't know why it just sparked my memory about like a spirit and stuff. So when I was in grad – or when I was an undergrad, um, I took a, a 
anatomy course. It was called Gross Anatomy, but we um, worked with Gross. <laughs> I loved it. It was like my, my favorite course, but we worked with cadavers the whole oh, is time. This the, is this the one where you sent me the the cat? Oh no, no. I this was these were like human cadavers. <laughs> but yeah, oh. I did send you a picture of like my cat that I had to dissect. Sorry, I named him Theodore, but I don't know. I don't really like cats, so sorry for our cat listeners, but he was pretty <laughs> ugly. <laughs> um I I still have that photo. He was like and Mariah <laughs> So he was like all um his paws were like all up and his mouth was open like and Mariah sent it sent this photo to me and the caption was what's up <laughs> he did kind of look like he was like screaming like what's up but yeah he oh yeah okay that was Theodore but no so I had like a lot more respect for our human cadavers that donated their bodies um and didn't take pictures of them but uh <laughs> I remember like being in the so the first day of class, so we were, there was like four people to each cadaver, but there was like 20 cadavers in the room. So we were like, I was like hyperventilating because we just have like this table with like a body bag in front of us and like four people are like sitting around the table and then like there's your next group of four people around their body and like so on. And we started lecture in the class. Like he's like, all right, grab a stool, pull up, pick a cadaver, pick a lab group and pull up. And we started a lecture and it was like for 45 minutes. And I was just like so nervous about like what was under this bag? Like what was I going to see inside of this plastic white body bag? And finally, he, like, let us unzip it, right? And, like, they're – the cadavers are, like, covered in, um, you know, there's, like, uh, preservation, like, chemicals and stuff that, like, kind of keep them wet um, so that they don't dry out and, like, you know, we can still use them. Um so they kind of keep them wet and then they wrap them in cloth. So you – so, like, you open the bag and I, like – was so nervous. We're like unzipping the bag and then like all this for nothing because I still don't see anything because it's just covered in cloth. But then he was like, okay, you know, like familiarize yourself. Just like, it was really respectful thing. Like, you know, remember that this was once a human, human that lived a full life and they decided to make this choice to donate a body to you. Like, don't be disrespectful. Um, whatever. So we were all like, like it was very professional and um, we ended up, you know, unwrapping all of the, um, cloths from it. And I was like, phew, that wasn't so bad. And then he was like, okay. And I want you guys to take the cloth off of the face so that you can see who this person was that lived a full life and donated their body so that you could learn to do what you do. And I was like, oh no, don't make me do it. But then I, you know, I unwrapped it and it was like a little old lady and she was really cute. So then we were able to like cover up the face for the rest of the time, for the rest of the semester. Um, we didn't really dissect the face, but then for whatever reason, I was in there like one day, well, backtrack. So I was not scared or like anything, like all that kind of anxiety went away and like it wasn't scary or it wasn't whatever. So I was in there like studying for an exam or something. It was like an open lab, but it was pretty empty. It was just me and my lab partner in the room with all these cadavers. And it was like late at night and we were, so we had to study all of the cadavers because, um, our exams were like using all of the bodies, not just the one body that you were familiar with from dissecting that one. 
So we would like go around and open up like all the different bags and like examine, find all the muscles and nerves and whatever we needed to find on each body. So we were like on this one body and he was a big dude. He was like six foot three, six foot four. We unwrapped the bag and his face was not covered up. And he, like, there was something about just his face and, like, the way that he was, I mean, of course it's going to be, like, a little bit morbid and, like, kind of scary, but, like, me and my partner, like, I think we both wanted to be, like, not freaked out because that was kind of, like, you know, drilled into us that, like, this was a person that made a choice, they're not scary, blah, 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 Um we kind of like both just instantly got chills and we were like subtly, you know, we were like, okay, like, yep, found that. Okay. Yep. Moving on. And we like zipped it up and we just kind of were both like, man, we're really tired. Like I want to go home. And we got out of that lab and she, we just kind of like looked at each other and you could tell that like one of us wanted to break the ice. And she was just like, did you feel really weird when we opened that, like that one guy? And I was like, yeah, like you felt that too. And she's like, yeah, like I just got instant chills up my spine and I feel like there's somebody like in the hall behind us right now. Like I feel like his soul was trapped inside and like we let it out or something. Ew. And like the whole drive home, it was like dark and rainy, like your stereotypical like creeped out night, whatever. But like I felt so freaked out and I could pick that body. I mean, obviously he was like a big dude and stuff, but like every time during an exam, like I had to go by that body. I just got like, e- I don't know, like eerie feelings. Is he the one that half his brain was like rotten from the Bluetooth? <laughs> no, no, that was a different one. <laughs> that was just actual brain class. That one really scarred me. <laughs> yeah. People don't leave your Bluetooth on your head. <laughs> Ew, yeah. Okay. So that's a, that's a really... It's fascinating, um, and I just – I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's, like, a true answer to, like, how that happens or when it happens or whatever. I'm sure there's people that are that are more, like, well-versed with it, um, but I don't know how you would know for sure because there's so many different occurrences of, you know – I don't know, spiritual activity. Um, I will, I do want to include an update. So I was, I was chatting with a coworker of mine um, who I was directed to when, again, in a previous episode, we were talking about Sage and how there's a lot of rules around it, which I did not know. Um, And she actually, so she said she didn't, I mean, she didn't, the way that she put it didn't sound like there was a ton of rules, but she was like, yeah, I mean, Really, one, you're not supposed to buy it from someone who is not like someone who's supposed to be selling it. Like you shouldn't just like go down to Whole Foods and buy sage and and burn it. I mean, you can, but not for like that purpose, spiritual cleansing. She said it's really good. Like sage is actually really good just for like air quality. So that's something. But if you're using it for like spiritual cleansing, then you should get it from someone that's like either, you know, a witch or a Wiccan or um, uh, like a shaman, someone who has like the authority to like be distributing it and like knows how to use it properly. But she also said that if you are going to stage your home that you start with, what did she say, doorways and like passageways and then like the perimeter of the house and then follow up with any particular areas where you're noticing spiritual activity. Um, I, t- I gave her a brief lowdown on your 
activity. And she's like, I mean, if it's been happening, like if the spirit's been living there for like many years, Sage isn't going to get rid of it. Um, but you should. She's like, you know, if if spirits are lingering, it's because they're lost. They are trying to find their way and they are maybe lingering because they think that you can help them. And so you should be don't like tell them to fuck off, <laughs> but you should uh, maybe t- say to them, like, I can't help you. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're looking for, but I can't help you. Um, I don't know that that alone would help like move them along, but help to communicate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So it's really funny because you did tell me that like via text. So when my dad called me, well, first of all, I'll give the update of my dad on the podcast. He was like, so what's this podcast thing that you're doing? And I was like, well, like me and Erica just like talk. And he's like, so anybody can listen to it? I'm like, well, yeah. Technically. Yeah. Anybody can listen to it. He's like, well, how do I listen to it? What do I do? I was like, well, dad, you don't like just, you know, just like our subscribers listen to it. He's like, well, how do I subscribe? I'm like, dad, you don't want to describe. He's like, well, if you're talking about my house, it's my house. So I should be able to hear that you're what you're saying about me. And I was like, Oh my God, dad, you are just not allowed to listen to it. Like I will play the episode for you, but you're not allowed to listen to the rest of it. And he's like, well, why? I was like, because dad, we talk about sex. And he was like, Oh, well, I don't care about that. I was like, dad, if you heard some of the things that are going to come out of your daughter's mouth, like the ghosts aren't going to give you a nightmare or a heart attack. Like, but that will. So guys, if we have to tone it down for a couple of episodes, it's because Dave might be listening. But so wait, you did did you tell him how to how to listen? No. You just gotta let him figure it out. He got like I think he got like a little bit mad at me, but I haven't like told him. I was like, I don't know, like well when I'm feel when I feel ready to share. And he's like, Well, I just think that out of respect to me, since it's my house and you're talking about it. I was like, Well, Dad, let's like let me just get some time to like figure out some answers for you guys and then I'll uh, then I'll share with you. Uh, I I had to give my mom a pep talk because my dad is going to be in town for the wedding, um, in like a week and a half. And so I saw her this week and I was like, Hey, listen, um, we're not going to talk about the fact that there's a podcast. So, so yeah. So then I told my dad, um, like how you, you kind of like texted me that update of, um, you know, like you shouldn't tell the spirits to fuck off, but you should ask or you should tell them that you can't help them. Well, Dave didn't like that <laughs> because Why? he doesn't he doesn't like not being able to help somebody. Like he <laughs> we talk about like how kind he is and how like he would literally give you the shirt off of his back and like his pants and his shoes and everything else too. So he just goes above and beyond to help people like strangers, whatever. So he's like, well, I'm not going to tell him I can't help him. He's like, I'm going to say that like, I don't know how to help you, but if you tell me how to help you, I gladly will. I was like, dad, I don't think that's the rule. Like I, we're dealing with a different thing here. Like this is different than somebody running out of gas on the side of the road. This is like (laughs) the unknown. Like we can't just say we'll help them if an expert is telling us, tell them, you can't help them. He's like, well, I don't, I don't like that. Let me know when you, when, let me know when you hear some other advice. <laughs> okay. Well, she actually also did say that, um, cause she, she also has her, she has her own, uh, medium that she, you know, 
I don't know, visits, consults with, I don't know the proper terminology um, quite often, but she was saying that there are, cause I was like, Oh yeah, we were like talking about like, we kind of want to find one, like I'm super fascinated. Um, and so she was, I mean, in a post COVID world, she would be a really good resource for us. She's like, there are some like networks and stuff. And I'm sure that like her medium would be able to at least point us in the right direction. So when we get to that point, that's something that we can look into. So my question, I guess, is for listeners, like, now that we've put all of this information out there, though, how do we know, like, there's no way that we're going to be able to go in blind or, like, a medium's going to be able to come in completely blind now well, that we Well, we don't have to tell them that there's a podcast. That's, that's a problem for a different day. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, so at least we can, we can try to find a, a solution for Dave. (laughs) You know, I think that he's like, as long as things stay like civil, I'm like, it's not really bothering me, but he's just like, just like, you be cool. I'll be cool. We can coexist. That's fine. But then like my, like empathetic self is like, well, are they suffering? Like, I don't like the fact or I don't like when they say that they're like lost or they're wandering. Like that makes me feel sad because like sometimes I wander and I'm like happy about it. Like I'm just happy to have nothing to do and I just like wander around the mall or like wander around my house and that's like nice feeling to have nothing to do. But then I like, you know, like a wandering lost puppy is a different kind of wander and that's sad. So is it like a sad wandering or is it like a, yeah, we chillin'. I mean, I don't think I think wandering is only fun for a short period of time, not for eternity. I know, but like do they do they have a concept of time? Like I don't know. There's so many questions. And then there's so many like levels of what do you believe in? I feel like this is kind of like religion. Like how deep do you want to go into like what you believe, you know? So I think that is a a good question to kind of leave off on because because I think that's what I was trying to communicate earlier is like there's so many I have so many questions um about like how are there different levels are there different levels of spiritual lingering um different like needs and wants or like circumstances and different solutions depending on what the circumstance is I don't know I would really appreciate any information that could come our way and and uh maybe that could be our next follow-up because I'm going to hope that Dave doesn't have any more activity after <laughs> we talk about this <laughs> I know we'll have to find out and then he's really gonna want to listen to the podcast <laughs> yeah well we'll just I'll I'll just download we can just give him the mp3s <laughs> there we go deal <laughs> all right well cool um, so yeah, if you guys, as always, have any more information for us, um, super helpful, uh, hit us up. Uh, you can, if you don't know one of us personally, um, then you can find us on Instagram at like honestly pod. Um, you can also, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, leave us a review on iTunes. We would really, really appreciate that. And, and tell a friend. Ooh, yeah. Do that. <laughs> do, do that. Do that one. That one. Pick me. Pick me. 
<laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Let us know if you have any ghost stories you want to chat about. Please. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>